Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. What a cracking game last night, especially if you're a New South Wales fan. A huge win for the Blues winning this one, 50-6. to six. It makes it the 11th time that the New South Wales Blues have won game, wa- game one in Queensland. An unbelievable performance by the New South Wales Blues. Well done to Brad Fittler. I think you've all got to cast your minds back 12 months ago uh, when everyone was bagging Freddie left, right and centre for picking non-centres. Yeah, and everyone said it's ridiculous, it's crazy. Why would you do that? You need guys in this position. Go back two years years ago. Freddie picks Turbo at centre. Picks Luttrell there as well. They absolutely carve up. Obviously, Luttrell was playing centre at that point, but I mean, look, you can't you can't take what Freddie does one year and say he's a genius. He does the same thing next year. They don't win. All of a sudden, he's a flop. Now he does it again this year, and you see what happens. Yeah, you got to understand that, as I've been saying for a long time, these positions are changing, and the sooner that you stop looking at positions like they're set in concrete and you have to do everything a certain way, the sooner you get results. There's never been a better time to experiment with stuff like this. I love what Freddie's doing personally. I understand the guys he picked at centre last year, they probably weren't the right men for the job. I said from day one I didn't like the Gutho pick there. I still think if you picked Trevojevic there, he would have done an outstanding job, which he did last night as well. He was incredible, Tom Trevojevic. I mean... He might have been picked at centre, but, mate, it was almost like they were running around with two fullbacks. The way that he was floating around, he wasn't even given a position. He was just told to go and play rugby league. And this is what Freddie does so well. And this is the sort of player that Freddie was. And I always talk about him being the most complete footballer I've seen because he could do a range of different things. And you might not like him, and that's completely fine, but... There's very few guys that understand footy better than Brad Fittler. He could jump in and play just about any position and be the best on the field. He was unbelievable, and he sees that ability in Tom Trevojevic. Some of the stuff he was doing the other night was just incredible. And, you know, I mean, we we all saw Manly at the start of the year. Yeah, and I'm going to touch on this later in the week as well, talking about Turbo, because obviously the superstar, my man of the match, I assume he got man of the match last night. He was unbelievable. And you look back to the start of the season, Manly going like an absolute busted arsehole. They bring this guy back in. And he just sets the world alight. They're a completely different football side. Uh, You'd look at New South Wales. I mean, in the 2019 series, this guy's at centre. He's running all over the place. Remember game one there? He absolutely lit it up as well. I think he scored three tries that night as well in the pissing rain over there in Perth. 
You take him out of the series last year, and they really did battle the New South Wales Blues. Obviously lost that series. You bring him in here again, and they're scoring 50 points. He is just absolute juggernaut of a footballer. And look, I came up with my top five most influential players and the other day, and I've still got the list in front of me. And I had Latrell at five, I had Teddy at four, then I had Grant, Munster, and then I had Cleary. And look, I originally had... Um, I originally had Turbo at four, and I crossed him out for Teddy because I thought, you know what, I can't have both centers and not have the fullback in there. I ended up going Latrell, who also had an absolute blinder. He was sensational, especially in the first 20 minutes. Latrell was unreal. He was causing havoc. But obviously, Tom Trevojevic, he was the MVP last night. An incredible performance by him. We're going to go through all of the plays from last night or all of the important ones for me. Obviously, in a 50-6 to six drumming, you're not going to go through every single play, but I'm going to go through some of the crucial ones and just talk about those plays. And I said in the first 15 old minutes, Latrell Mitchell, he was unreal. He was terrorizing them. He was just so dangerous. And then the first points came. And of course, Tom Trevojevic, he played a crucial role. Long ball away. Clearly on. Here's Trevojevic. Tom Turbo Trevojevic. He gets the first try of the night. A brilliant try from Tom Trevojevic, but it's all the work that's done on the inside. Jake Trevojevic, he lags a perfect platform for them on about 45%. So in front of the left upright, you can see it forces Val Holmes into the line. He's on the right side of the ruck as well. So, I mean, they'd forced all their numbers. There was no one at home out the back. Val would have been late to his mission. Cleary gets it. And the beauty of this play is obviously Tommy Turbo. A few plays before this, when they got the penalty to take the two, the first points on the board, of course, it was Tom Trevojevic, the right center, all the way over on the left, sort of put that kick into midfield. He went up for it. And you could see Daly Sherry Evans, he addressed where Tommy Turbo was. He got in his way. There was two points on the board then. All of a sudden, Tom Trevojevic, he plays more of a traditional right center sort of role out there. You see Cleary get it, and he looks up. He's got Turbo in that normal fullback role. He's going around the back of Cam Murray, who runs a brilliant line, by the way. Look how deep he comes from young footballers. Keep an eye on where he comes from. He comes screaming into that hole so hard. It forces Kurt Catewell to really push into that hole. He pushes into there. He leaves Turbo alone, and this is the brilliant of Nathan Cleary. Normally, you would just go out the back to James Tedesco, but he could tell that the defense had rushed in through a perfect ball to Tom Trevojevic. And unfortunately, the situation that Capel's in, marking up against Tom Trevojevic, if you give him an inch, it might as well be a mile. He never stood a chance after that. But this comes down to that Cam Murray decoy. It really sucked Kurt Capel in. From that moment, he knew he was gone. Obviously, this is a pet play of Nathan Cleary. Normally, at the Penrith Panthers down the right edge, he will always hit Liam Martin, who's near impossible to stop when he runs that line. And you know what? If he would have hit Cam Murray, it's probably a try there as well. It was that much of a good line. But Nathan Cleary, he pulled the right string, didn't go out the back to Teddy. You, you could have seen Kirk Cable obviously come in and jam him. Then, then the cover defense come across. He just knew that he had to get the ball to his superstar out of right center, Tom Trevojevic. And wow, didn't he finish this job off? The next try that we saw scored by the New South Wales Blues, it was Brian Toto's first origin try. I'm sure it won't be his last. Well, of course, it wasn't his last. He scored another one in this game, but I'm sure he's going to score many in the future. And this one, it's a really good play. It is smart footy. It is ruck recognition by Damian Cook and a great overcall by Jerome Luai. Cracking play here started by Damien Cook. 
Cook. The tackle before, he looks up. He recognises that there is one marker there. He takes off. He actually gets a bit of a uh, shepherd from James Tedesco. That one went unnoticed, though. He then goes through the line, tries to throw a pass to Teddy. He gets knocked down. I would say it was probably a knock-on by James Tedesco. I think they were lucky to get away with this one, the Blues, to be honest with you. One, probably a shepherd by Teddy. Two, probably a knock-on by Teddy. But anyway, that was called play on, and what unfolds next is sensational. Now, you will notice in this play, Xavier Coates, he is the man that dives on uh, James Tedesco, who plays the ball. So all of a sudden, you've got the Queensland right winger. He's out of play. You'll notice you've got DCE. He's the second marker. You've also got Cameron Munster, who normally defends out on the left-hand side. So both of your halves are within about five metres. And Jerome Luai, he's able to then look up and assess what's in front of him. He's got Dane Gagai, who's the usual centre. He shifts out to the wing. He looks up in front of him. And of course, he's got Mo Fodawaka, the big fella there. And Jerome Luai, they would obviously have an overriding call that no matter what, he gets the ball. I know the Roosters, the early 2000s, they used to have a call of Henry, which means no matter what, I get the ball right now, I can see it. Now, the beauty of this from Jerome Luai is that he looks up. He's got a Cameron Munster on the backtrack. He's got a front rower as the B defender. Then he's got the center as the C defender. Easy for him to get around a Cam Munster who's backtracking. Then he's got this front rower in front of him. And outside, he's got Latrell Mitchell. He's got Brian Toto. They can't possibly screw this up, essentially. It's perfect for Jerome Luai. But the thing that I love the most about what Jerome Luai does here in his first Origin game in a big moment when it's exciting as all hell, they're on the front foot. There's no markers. There's a there's a front rower standing at, at B defender. It is just child's play here. Jerome Luai, he stays composed. He gets the ball, and all he does is release it to Latrell Mitchell. He knows if he can just square up his man, which was Cam Munster, he did. All of a sudden, he leaves Latrell Mitchell with a bit of room up against the front rower, and he does the rest of the work. Yeah, he gets hit, smacked late uh, because Mo Fodawake had no other play, essentially. But the key to this is Jerome Luai. You can see Damien Cook. He's looking out to the right side. They've, they've shrunk them all in on the left edge. There should be space out to the right. Jerome Luai identifies down the short side that it's on for him near. He looks up, he reads his numbers and look, it was three on three but the reality is it's a backing defense. It's three guys that don't defend together and it's a front rower that is caught so far out of his league defending at B. It is just ridiculous. Up against Latrell Mitchell, there is simply no match. He just gives early ball to Latrell and this is what Luke Keery did for years with Latrell Mitchell. This is what makes him most dangerous when you just give him the ball so what people have to understand with Latrell Mitchell, you don't, he's one of those guys, the better you center, the earlier you get them the ball. And this is the beauty of Jerome Luai here. He's a guy that in the past, I've been critical of trying to overplay his hand. He handled this one perfectly. He gets it off to Brian Tyo. He scores his first origin try with another fantastic finish. A brilliant try there by the New South Wales Blues. But the key to this, the Damien Cook run and then listening to his halves. Jerome Luai, he knows what he had to do. He knew there was an opportunity, but it wasn't an opportunity for him to get it. Show under, show under, do anything fancy. It was a catch and deliver to his Ferrari on the left-hand side to take on the front rower in front of him. A brilliant play here by the New South Wales Blues. And before we knew it, Brian Tyre, he was crossing for his second try in State of Origin, his second try in a row in this game as well. Some sensational controlled ball playing from Nathan Cleary.
A beautiful play here, seeing Brian Toho go over. And one, I think this will be the try that Freddie would have been the most happy with, to be honest with you. Obviously, the guy that was very controversial, his selection of Tariq Sims out on the left edge. And a pick that really did worry me. He was sensational last night. Uh, ignore whatever commentary, whatever anyone says on social media. He was unreal last night, Tariq Sims. Freddie, once again, he picks these guys out of obscurity sometimes. And we bagged them. And I was guilty of it this time. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but, geez, he just knows how to get the best out of guys. And this is what I was talking about in the lead-up to this game, not having Wayne Bennett for Queensland. Paul Green, it is such a different voice, it's not even funny. He has proven over a number of years that he's not the sort of guy that gets up, that gets guys up for a big occasion, in my opinion, especially recently. Brad Fittler, he really got the boys up here. And Tariq Sims, he was a guy that copped a heap of shit. He really delivered here. And the beauty of this play, Payne Haas, uh, he takes the hit up here. He ends up just outside the left upright, so you're at about 40% or so here. Uh, and it's just, it, you can see that this is where they want to attack from, yeah? It means that they've got that that short side and that open right side that they can go to. And they go down the short side here, they stuck it with their halves. You see them all getting really close together. You see Tom Travojevic on the inside of Nathan Cleary, and then you see Jerome Luai really close to him. You can see straight away, Tariq Sims addresses what's happening. He shifts out a little bit. He goes straight into the hole between DCE and in between Dane Gagai. And you can see as soon as Cleary gets the ball, he's essentially got two options. Because what, what happens is DCE comes up at him, he turns his hips inward. So DCE is completely out of the play. Nathan Cleary's done his job. What it leaves is Dane Gagai outside him. And then you got you got Corey Oates. And sorry, not Corey Oates. Xavier Coates. Sorry, Xavier Coates out on the wing. And he's got outside him Tariq Sims running that overs line. Jerome Luai going out the back. And then he's got Trell Mitchell. And then he's got Brian To'o. Essentially, no matter where he goes here, it's on. And look, potentially, if Dane Gagai would have made a better ball and all tackle, he potentially took the wrong option here. But Dane Gagai, he was stuck in no man's land. Nathan Cleary goes to the first man, Tariq Sims. And this is where normally Jerome Luai, he was a little bit off his mark here. He, he, he should have been pushing up on the outside of Tariq Sims for that short offload. He had to go a little bit longer. But there was just so much space there. Brian To'o catches a brilliant ball from Tariq Sims. But it really is good, good ball playing from Nathan Cleary, in my opinion. He comes down that short side. They've got them on the ropes at 14-0. It's all over. Instead of putting in a kick and risking a seven-tackle set and letting them run down the other end, he throws it to his back row. Worst-case scenario, he gets chopped there. We hand the ball over to New South, over to Queensland in a corner, and we bury them in there with our umbrella defense, which is what New South Wales did all night with them defensively. The Blues were unreal. I love this ball playing by Nathan Cleary. Could have gone out the back, but he had Dane Gagai in two minds. They still came up with the try here. Fantastic run by Payne Haas to set this up. He disrupts the markers. Damien Cook throws a clean ball to Nathan Cleary. And then they just fall into their shape. And they really did strip them extremely well here. If he would have gone out the back, it's a three on two. It's a try every day of the week. Latrell Mitchell, he was the only one that didn't get a hand on this try on that left edge. And if it would have gone to him, it would have been Red Rover as well. A brilliant play by the Blues here. Our next try from the Blues was a bit of brilliance from Tom Travojevic, but it's the breakdown of the play and the point that Tom Travojevic jumps into this play that really stood out for me. We spoke about during the week how, obviously, Townsville, the home ground, it would be an advantage for Queensland as far as the crowd went and whatnot. They were silenced very quickly, though. We did say for New South Wales, the track would be a huge advantage, a dry track. And I think you saw it in this try here. Now, the Blues, they get tackled on the right edge all the way over on the tram line, yeah, in the 40th second of that minute. Now, Latrell Mitchell... 
He scores on the left tram line in the eighth second. So it takes just eight seconds for the ball to get there. Keep in mind, there was a kick in that play as well. So we go from James Tedesco. Note that he was the dummy half on this play. So they went from that right edge. They obviously stuck that side. Uh, James Tedesco went down there. Now, for most teams, if you lose your fullback on that play, if he's a dummy half, that changes your shape completely. For this New South Wales side, it doesn't matter. Tom Travojevic, who should have been the right center, he jumps into place at the fullback. A brilliant masterstroke here by Brad Fittler. To be able to have this sort of a combination in a team is unreal. For the game's best fullback, James Tedesco, for the best player in the world the last few years, to fall out of a play, jump into dummy half, and Tom Travojevic to jump in, who's probably the form player of the competition right now, along with Nathan Cleary was unreal. And of course, this was a bit like the old Canberra Raiders of the early 90s. Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly. The ball goes to Nathan Cleary. He doesn't even take steps. He just goes straight to Jerome Luai. And Jerome Luai once again understands the situation, sums up the moment. Ball straight to Tom Travojevic. Now, that play from the tram line to Tom Travojevic's hand, essentially 55 metres on the other side of the field, it takes four seconds. That ball, it travels from one sideline to the other in four seconds. And then Tom Travojevic sums up the moment. There's no fullback there. The ball spread way too far. The ball's gone too quick for the fullback to be there, essentially. That is how unreal this spread was. Drops it on the toe. And look, it wasn't a great kick, to be honest with you. It was a bit of an awkward thing, but the space is there. And Tom Travojevic, he's well aware of this. He knows the fullback is still tracking along Val Holmes. The beauty of this plays is the Val Holmes was forced to track along the in goals all the way to the right-hand side tram line. And then the ball was simply too quick for him. An unreal play here by the New South Wales Blues. Drop it on the toe, and then it's a bit of scramble. Worst-case scenario, they would have uh, Queensland get the ball back, and, and, they, and they drop on the ground a metre out, and then you build your set around there. You compress, and you bully them into that corner once again. Thankfully, Tom Travojevic, he got enough depth on this awkward kick, sat up for Latrell, and gee whiz, couldn't you see how excited Latrell Mitchell was in this moment? It was unreal to see him back on the origin stage. A guy that I've always been a big fan of, and I know people wanted to bag him in 2019. He had a shocker, but as I said to you yesterday, 2018, he almost ended, he pretty much ended the career of Will Chambers in State of Origin there. It was unbelievable. 2019, he has a bad game one, no doubt about it. People are saying he wasn't ready for the big stages, blah, 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 same old shit. Six months later, here he is delivering the trophy for the Sydney Roosters with a big play. He got to the big stage against again last night, and he was unbelievable. Some of the touches that Trell Mitchell had was fantastic, and to see him score that try, especially after he laid on one for Brian Toe, he could have scored the other one that uh, Tariq Sims through the pass out to him as well. And then he'd already made one or two line breaks in this game. He was unbelievable, Latrell Mitchell. And this is a really good reward for patience for Latrell. He's had to wait a long time to get back into this side. He's changed positions. He's come back to left center. As I said to the other night, I still think he's the best left center in our game. And I think he showed last night what he can do there. An incredible footballer. He was unreal. But the play by Tom Travojevic and him being able to jump into fullback when the normal custodian is over where he probably should be, this is just so hard to defend and for the Queensland Maroons. You've essentially got to be watching two fullbacks. They're playing with two fullbacks. Like the, the way that they're able to chime in and change their shape and it fall into place perfectly, just unreal. And the awareness halves, these young halves, Nathan Clear and Jerome Luai, the awareness to not overplay the moment, to just know that they've got a couple of Ferraris out on their left edge. We just need to get the ball to them as quick as we possibly can. As I said, it reminded me a lot of the early 90s Canberra. You know, you would go Stewart, you would go Daly, just give it straight to Mal and give him space. And that's what they gave them on this play. A great play by the New South Wales Blues. I love seeing ball movement like this. And I think a lot of this play came down to the track they were playing on a dry Townsville. Next up, Tom Travojevic. He would cross for another try here 
there, and it's a brilliant play. But the thing I want to talk about is focusing on the guys through the center third. You've got James Tedesco and Tom Trevojevic pushing up through the center third here. It's a poor defensive play by Daly Cherry Evans here. He shoots up. He creates an opportunity. You're probably starting to notice a little bit of theme here. Obviously, Tom Trevojevic, the role that he played last night was unbelievable. And you see on this play here, Jerome Luai gets it. He's got numbers everywhere. DCE, he can see that. He he goes into panic mode. He screams up. Felice Cafusi stays back. They sort of forced Jerome Luai's hand into running here. And all he'd been doing all night was dishing off the ball. So DCE probably played the numbers there, probably took the odds. But Jerome Luai, he was just in such fine form last night, as he has been for the last 18 months. He looked up. He saw Felice Cafusi. He took him on. To Kafusi's credit, it's not very often that this happens to him, but he got burnt on this play. DCE forced the hand of Jerome Luai. He goes through. Now, if you go and watch this on replay, keep an eye as Jerome Luai looks up, he sees DCE go. You can tell Jerome Luai is going to go. Latrell Mitchell doesn't come under him yet, so Jerome Luai is forced to run. His instincts kick in. Now, if you have a look, Damian Cook is back over Jerome Luai's right shoulder, but then behind him, there's two blokes standing next to each other. James Tedesco, Tom Trevojevic. And you can see as soon as Luai gets the ball, these two guys, they start running through the middle. They know that the ball is going to come back to them through the center third. They know one of them is going to score under the sticks. Tom Trevojevic, he's on the inside shoulder of James Tedesco, and he takes off. His first five steps are unbelievable through the center third. He's absolutely flying. And you literally see James Tedesco watch him and go, yep, I'm sweet here. And Teddy just jogs behind him. You'll notice when Tom Trevojevic scores a try, Jerome Luai is the first guy to hug him. The next guy is James Tedesco. He saw it all unfolding. These two naturally instinctive footballers, they could see as soon as DCE shot up, there was going to be an opportunity. They knew Luai was going to go through. They knew he was going to get the better of Felice Cafuzzi. They knew they were going to come back and find one of them on the on the inside. Thankfully, Latrell Mitchell, he pushed up as well. He came up on the right-hand side shoulder of Jerome Luai. He popped it to him. The, other, the, the cover defense came for him, and of course, that's where Turbo was. The key to this, though, and the beauty of this, obviously, a great play by, by Jerome Luai, a shocking defensive read in front of him. DCA under a lot of pressure there and with a lot of tired bodies around him. But Jerome Luai read it perfectly. But then you've got these two champion instinctive players that I mentioned, James Tedesco, Tom Trevojevic, lurking through the middle. The beauty of this and the beauty of the last play, of course, is that you've got the first time Tom Trevojevic kicking to Latrell Mitchell, your two centers combining. Now you've got Latrell Mitchell giving it to Tom Trevojevic for the center third. There's not many footy teams in the competition that are doing this. In fact, it was only New South Wales a couple of years ago that was doing this with Tom Trevojevic. It was unbelievable. You see the Roosters do this with Joey Mano sometimes, and it really is so effective. And this is what I often talk about. You've got to stop being so fixed with these positions. Center and stuff, you can let these guys roam and rotate. It's an extremely dangerous ploy to have. And when you've got a guy like Tom Trevojevic in your team, just let him play footy. And credit here to James Tedesco as well. Obviously, for me, still the best fullback in our game. He's an incredible footballer. He's the captain of this side. A bit like what Roger Tuovasashek's doing for the New Zealand Warriors at the moment. He understood last night. Tom Trevojevic had the hot hand. Let him do his thing. Yeah, give him space. Give him ball. It's the best thing for the team. A sensational try here for the New South Wales Blues. A great moment for Jerome Lewis too. So good to see. By this point, the game is well and truly done and dusted. It's 30-6 to six with about 20 minutes to go. The Blues, they do go 
on to score another three tries. Latrell Mitchell, he scores off a kick. Daniel Saifidi scores a fantastic try as well. Just a crash over player. A true Daniel Saifidi try. One that I think he is well and truly deserving of scoring. He's been unbelievable over the last 18 months. Another try that I think Freddie would be stoked with. I still remember two years ago when he picked him for Origin and I posted about it and the amount of people that laughed at Freddie, it was not even funny. All of a sudden now, this guy is one of the premier front rowers in our game. So a fantastic reward there for a champion bloke too, Daniel Saifidi. And a little reward for Brad Fittler for backing his gut feel in there. Uh, They score another try as well, of course, where Nathan Cleary bursts through. He hits James Tedesco. He sort of does a double dummy flick. He he dummies it to Nathan Cleary. Then he hits Tom Travojevic under for him to score his third try of the evening. An unbelievable performance from... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Tom Travojevic there. James Tedesco was brilliant on that play as well. And this is what I talk about once again. When you've got these instinctive players all pushing up on the same play, it's so lethal. I mean, for me, you went from the best player in the game for 2018 and 2019, James Tedesco. You had the best player last year, potentially this year as well, Nathan Cleary, if you look at the whole season. And then you've got the hottest hand in rugby league right now, Tom Travojevic. These are the three guys that had their fingerprints all over that third try. An unbelievable moment. A sensational night for the New South Wales. Blues, but the moment that stood out for me, it's 50 to 6. They are absolutely giving it to them. The one thing that we worried about, I worried about as a New South Wales fan anyway, outside of just the guys like Munster and the guys like Harry Grant, it was the kick over to Brian Toto and Xavier Coates and Kyle Felt going up in the air. On this last play, there's about two minutes left. They kick it over there. Brian Toto, he gets dominated in the air. The ball bounces back, and the Blues come up with this desperation play. And then Cherry Evans, a kick to Coates! Coach, I was going to say, you make it! He's got the ball in Probably a little bit difficult to hear through that audio, but if you go back and you have a look at this play, Dane Gagai, he scores for all money on this play. Isaiah Yo comes out with a crucial tackle. Also mentioned Brian Tyro in this play. Obviously gets out-jumped. The ball comes down. It's in the hands of Xavier Coates. He throws an offload. The ball goes over his head. He still manages to scramble back and make this tackle, and this is what the New South Wales Blues were missing last year. Look, in, in the whole scheme of things, does this play mean that much at 50-6? to six? Not really as far as the game goes, but as far as the attitude of the New South Wales Blues and how hungry they are, this play was very Queensland. And I say that with the greatest respect to the Queensland Maroons because I think for a long time, they've had a lot more passion. They've had a lot more desire than us. But last night, wow, did we stand up and show it. That was sensational to see. Of course, state of origin, it has no finish line. We've learnt this the hard way over a long period of time as New South Wales fans. Regardless of the score here, you know that we're going to arrive at Suncorp in two or three week's time and this Queensland team they're going to show up they're going to potentially have Kalen Ponga back in this side they'll have Josh 
Papali back as well. So this will be a very vastly different football side than what we saw last night. Origin 2, it's going to be an absolute cracker, and I hope the Blues, they're ready for a war because it's not going to be this easy at Suncorp Stadium. As I said, we've learned the hard way a lot of times. I still remember after Game 2 last year when we absolutely gave it to them, Wayne Bennett was sitting in the change room after laughing and giggling, and I thought, is he serious? Once again, Queensland, they do what Queensland do. They understand origin. They will be ready for Game 2. The Blues are not going to walk over them. Doing it this easy in Game 1, it could prove to be a little bit of an issue, to be honest with you. But I'll tell you what, I look at this series right now, and I think it's fantastic the Blues have won that game. Obviously, for me, being a New South Wales fan, I obviously want them to win each and every game. Don't get me wrong. But I think Queensland, they can really make a big bounce-back statement at Suncorp Stadium. I have no doubt they're going to show up. I have no doubt they're going to perform a whole lot better than what they did the other night. The thing that I did like, as much as Cameron Munster, he could be in a bit of trouble for that kick and everything. God, he was pissed off. He was pissed off beyond belief. They were not happy with their result. You could see it. They were not happy with their performance. And I know that they're going to sit and they're going to stew on this for a long time. Hopefully, they've got the right guy coaching this team that can turn it around. That's always been my worry. That was my worry yesterday. I said... I think the Queensland Maroons, they've lost their MVP. Not their most valuable player, their most valuable person in Wayne Bennett. A huge, huge test for Paul Green here and how his guys respond to him. Or oh, This could be one and done for him just quietly. Suncorp Stadium, though, it is going to be massive going to the Queensland Cauldron there. I cannot wait for game two. It's going to be a war. And I hope that our New South Wales Blues, or my New South Wales Blues, I should say, are ready to go to war once again. Hey legends, thanks once again for tuning into the Rugby League Guru podcast. I've just finished recording this one straight after the game, jumped into all of my podcast content that's ready for you guys over the next few days. Everything Origin, all the news and everything. I'm still up at about 1.30am on Thursday morning recording this one. So if you wouldn't mind for me, if you could share this podcast on your Instagram stories, on your Instagram, on all your social medias, I would greatly appreciate it. This is a podcast I really enjoy doing and I hope to do more of these after big games during the year and I'd love you guys to share it around and add people to our rugby league guru community cheers for your support as always guys up the blues cannot wait for game two ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 